welcome to episode 37 of Marketing Elements Podcast. I am Tim Goldman, the host of the podcast. It's been a little while since I did a show, and I've been trying to figure out what I wanted to do with the show, where I wanted it to go. And in the last year, if you're a regular reader of the blog, you know I've been doing a lot of series and things going on in social media. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to do them every week or two, depending on what's going on, what's interesting. And I'm going to take some of the series I've done. And the first one I'm going to do is influencer marketing and break down each post into a podcast that's going to be 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes long. Uh, I hope to get some people on later. Those will be longer, about 30 minutes to an hour. So stay tuned for those. But I'm going to break down a lot of the things I do so you can hear me talk about it and not just read about it. So about a month ago, I did a series on influencer marketing and how you set it up. That's the big thing going on in marketing right now is have influencers talk about your brand, talk about what your services, anything else you have going on, and spread it by digital word of mouth. Um, so the first thing, the post back on, I want to say it's August 3rd spoke about was setting goals. Regardless of what you do in marketing, you have to set goals for things. Um, doesn't matter if it's social strategy, print strategy, advertising, anything you do, paid social, you need a strategy behind it. You need to set up your goals, how you're going to monitor success, what you're going to do. And influencer marketing is a bit different. Um, there are a couple things you can set up your goals for, but make sure when you set them up, you don't change them halfway through because that will mess up the back end of your data and you won't really be able to judge the effectiveness of the campaign. So make sure you don't change midstream as much as you would like to try not to or set up the next campaign to do what you need to do and the current one finish it with your goals that you have in place. So that being said, uh, let's go over some of the different goals you can have for an influencer campaign. I came up with three. I'm sure you could come up with more, but I think these are the top three that people will be using and really need on an influencer campaign, especially on a small business level, uh, medium business, depending on what you're doing. Uh, the first one is brand awareness. Um, that's probably one of the easiest things to do in influencer marketing is getting awareness of your brand. You want your brand to be in the consideration set of consumers. And if you're not a marketer, that's when they realize they have a need for a service or product. You want to be in the top two or three brands they think of when they go to fulfill that need. So say you're looking for a beverage, you want Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and maybe a water in the top three positions. So you just want to be in that area. Uh, word of mouth marketing, as it's called, digital with influencers is more digital word of mouth. Um, you want them to help you spread your brand. Uh, you want you them to give them talking points about what's going on with your company, what strategy you're having, what points they specifically need to bring up in their voice. So say you're doing... Uh, a cell phone. So you want to put up apps. Maybe you have the most apps. You have a fingerprint ID and you have uh, the most memory. So you want your influencers to talk about those three points in there. Either it's video, 
on blog or whatever they have, bring those up, but let them do it in their own voice. I think many times marketers want it in their own speak, but influencing, you have to let it go a little bit and let the influencers tell the story. That's why you're getting them the influencers because they have the people you want to reach, how you want to reach them is through the influencer and let them tell it in their story because if they do it in your words, it's going to take away their credibility. So just remember that when you're working with an influencer. So that's probably the first one. And probably if you're a new business or a growing business that you want to focus with first, just get your name out there, get people to notice you um, and stuff like that. So really think about it. Um, the next one I said is traffic. And the reason I did traffic is a lot of times the buying cycle in social is really long. So you can have someone look today and not buy for a couple months or more. So you definitely want to get your name out there. And uh, this is really good in B2B too. And I say traffic because you want people to go to your site, maybe get information about your product, download white papers, get them in your email marketing, something along that line. You have a specific goal that you want to accomplish. Like uh, a perfect example would be like HubSpot has this really good social media editorial calendar. And you could drive people with influencers say, hey, this calendar is really great. Go check it out. So you can have stuff like that. You can have other information on your website, infographics, something to draw the people there. But you really need to have the information there before you launch the campaign or have it ongoing so that when influencers drive people, there's something new or a blog post or something. You know, you really want the information out there for them and you want them to get it as easy as possible. Um, you can always fan gate it, as they call it, or have it behind a walled garden where they have to get their email to get information. And a lot of people will do that just because it's a really low barrier of entry for them. It's their email and they can always unsubscribe later if you get too crazy with your email. So just remember that it's a great way to drive traffic. Next is sales. Um, sales is really a bit harder because uh, there's a lot more effort behind sales as opposed to driving traffic or um, awareness. You really got to track what's happening. You got to give each uh, influencer their own either coupon code, UTM tracking code. If you're not familiar with that, it's if you go to Google, it'll allow you to put in the campaign, the media, and the source. So you can tag exactly where the traffic's coming from. So it's really important to do, even in everyday things, try to get in the habit of doing UTM tracking. But you want to see who's driving traffic for you. See who's driving the sales. And if you have the UTM tracking, you can track them from their first visit through their sales. So it's not, you don't have to guess. And if they forget the coupon code, which a lot of people may do, you don't have to worry about, uh, where the traffic's coming from, everything's automatically done for you. So you can track it online and see. Um, but it's like I said, it's a little bit harder with uh, influencer marketing just because of the buying process, especially if it's a long process or a short one. If it's short, you can definitely make sales. If it's longer, you may not know for months to a year after you run the campaign. So when you think about it, uh, buying 
a small appliance or a phone is something you could do every year or two. Some people buy them new ones every year, every two years. And then you look at major purchases like cars, appliances. Um, those are a little bit longer. So just think about the life cycle of your product and how far it's going and when people need to replace before you do something like that. But uh, it can be done. You just need to track it. You need to double check it and make sure your influencers are using codes because it helps you and them. You can tell the value of your influencer by it. And like I say, it all ties in together. Once you set up your goals, it's going to determine your analytics and you want to definitely check them out as you go. So you can sort of judge the success of a campaign. Um, it's always important to, like I say, UTM tracking. But another one is using Bitly links or another shortener to give to people on social so you can see clicks where they're coming from, if they're Facebook, Twitter. Um, Instagram's not a real good driver of traffic. It's more, I think it's more of awareness, but that's a whole different story. Um, so I hope you'll take a look at one of these three and figure out what your goal is. So just let me know if you have any questions. Um, I'm more than glad to answer them for anyone out there if you just email me. Um, speaking of emailing me, um, strange tangent, I know, but the site's a little different if you've gone to it today. Um, I wasn't busy doing a podcast. I didn't like the other one, so I re-recorded it. And the site looks a little different because I had to change themes uh, this today and because my other theme would not let me use my plugin for podcasting. So it's a bit different. I'm still getting used to it. There's some things not working on it, which I hope that will get sorted out. But I had to change it uh, very quickly because I can post the show otherwise. So, so you can email me if you have any questions about influencer marketing as we go uh, at tim at marketingelementsblog.com. You can find my blog at marketingelementsblog.com. Uh, my social media consulting business is element33.com. And you can find me on Twitter at timgoldman.com. Uh, and then also this podcast is on there as well. So you'll see that in the show notes and on the site because it's a really funky, uh, I think it's MK Elements. Uh, but I never can remember it because it's saved in my uh, Twitter client. But uh, it'll definitely be on the site and there will be on the show notes here. So I hope you have a great week. Uh, look forward to another one. We're going to go into section two of the series, the next podcast, and that will be uh, marketing elements, finding influencers, which is a chore itself. So stay tuned. And I hopefully we'll have that for you next Monday uh, and have an incredible week and talk to you later. Bye.